Hello and welcome to Paul's Claws and Tails, a podcast full of amazing animal facts. So grab some snacks or tuck yourself in bed and join me, Lavisa, and me, Ashley, to learn all about animal facts. Hi! Hello everybody. Welcome to our third, second... Episode two. Episode two! Today we're learning about... Tapius! <laughs> I see you're very enthusiastic about tapirs. <laughs> I don't know why it was an enthusiastic with my favourite animal, capybaras. But, t- but overall, um, so why are we doing tapirs? I almost it, said capybaras. Because <laughs> it's your favourite animal. Well, it was for many, now it's many a wombat. years, and I think maybe maybe they'll be my joint first: a wombat and a tapir. Okay, sure. So. What is um, a tapir? It's a mammal. <laughs> it, is, it is a mammal, correct. And what does it look like for those viewers or so, listeners that don't know what a tapir is? If you don't know what an anteater is, don't worry. But if you do, then it An anteater? It kind of looks like that. Their nose, it's like yeah. an anteater's nose. So they kind honest. of look a little bit like a pig or a hippo. If a hippo, a pig, and an anteater had a baby, yeah. it would be a tapir. Yes, probably. But, um... Do you know what their closest... Their closest relatives are rhinos and horses, which actually surprised me, knowing what they look like. Because yeah. that's... They don't really look like a rhino or a horse, do yeah, they? Yeah, but they... So there was one fact that I found, and it says that... A tapir use its nose to move stuff out the way to find yes. food, just like a horse does. That's what exactly what it says. Well, kind of, but a horse doesn't have a prehensile nose yes, like but, a tapir does. But Do you it know goes what? like boop. Okay, well, our, our listeners can't see the action that you just made then. Also, it so they have that good. So. They have... No, that's true. <laughs> so they have a prehensile nose. Do you know what prehensile means? You know, like a monkey's thumb. Yeah, so it's adaptable for grasping it's things. It's like our thumbs. And holding things. Like yeah. our body. That's right. That's moves. right. So that's really good for foraging because that is what they do. They forage for things. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm really sad about is... We'll get about them being endangered. We'll, we'll get to that, <gasps> don't you worry. They're so endangered and it makes me sad. So, let's talk a little bit about... Well, do you know how many species there are of tapirs? No. No? Wait, 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 wait. Four. There four. are four. There's Malaysian, which is my favourite. Yeah. There's, there's mountain tapir. Yeah, which are almost furry and look amazing. Uh, there's a... You can say the another tapir. <laughs> there's the South American tapir and a bird's tapir. Yeah. So four different types. My favourite's Malaysian. Why is the Malaysian your favourite? Because their bottom, uh, the... Back legs and the bottom are white, and then the f- okay. the rest is black. Okay, I wondered where that was going. Then you were talking about a tapir's bottom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. And whereabouts would you find all of the? Well, not all of the tapirs, but three well, of them. Well, I whereabouts? wonder where a South American tapirs from. Do you think South America? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, whereabouts? I'm pretty sure capybaras are also from South America. 
are they? I think so. Yeah. So let's just quickly run through where they're from. Um, so the Malayan tapir. Malaysia. Is Malaysia, but also South Thailand, Thailand. Myanmar, why through called, the Malayan... Why are they called Malaysian then? Peninsula, and they're actually on the Indonesian island of Sumatra. Okay, and actually, tell me why they are called Malaysian It's then. very misleading, isn't it? Maybe yes. that's where they were discovered. Yeah, but, maybe that's where they were first found. But one actually, yes. I think they used to be oh, found yeah. one, one, in Singapore. One swam across the... So swam where? So it swam across the sea the from sea, Malaysia from to... From Malaysia to Singapore. And it was just running around Singapore. Which is where we used to live. Which now we live in the UK. Yeah, we've moved back now. Mm, our first episode was in Singapore. That's true. I think. So anyway, that's the Malaysian tapir. And then we have the, um, the lowland um tapir which is in north central colombia east of the andes and actually most of tropical south america and then we have the beds one which is in mexico and parts of central america you just said bed and the bed tapir and then we have the mountain tapir which is across colombia ecuador um northern peru ethiopia uh, no, not <laughs> Ethiopia, because that's in Africa. <laughs> I thought they were in Africa. No. <laughs> no. Southeast Asia and South America, and that's it. So you were about um, to say Africa, and I was like, What I kind do of... It. No. What kind of habitat do they like to live in? Well, actually, when you think about it... Rainforest. Yeah, a bit like the capybara. So they were neighbours in a lot of the rainforests Let's where you find them. Neighbours. Yeah, so they like rainforests. Um, so, also, what about up mountains? They live in cloud forests. Do you is know that what a cloud, cloud forest? A cloud forest is a wet tropical mountain. Oh, of course, it forest is. area that's sure. pretty <laughs> much constantly covered in clouds. So that's really cool. They'll be easily found if they're black. <laughs> that is true. If they're in the white, white clouds. Okay. So when they're what? Tell me what they're good at. Swimming. Swimming. They're quite well adapted to swimming. They're supposed they? to swim. They are. So why do they go swimming? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> you get very excited about that. I'm excited to tell you why. So they they swim away from their enemies, such as jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> We're not American. Jaguars. Jaguars. Jaguars and tigers. Disclaimer, there's nothing wrong with, you know, yes. being yeah. just, like that. Yes, just, just, it doesn't really. Like, okay, so jaguars and tigers. Jaguars, yes. Yeah. And what about swimming? What were you saying? Uh, they, they use their nose. Yeah. <laughs> like, they use their prehensile... Yeah, prehensile um, nose. Nose to... Use it as a snorkel. As a snorkel. snorkel. Oh wow! I would love to see that. I wonder if we can find a video of a tapir doing that. Should I try and find it after the podcast? Yeah, we'll have a look. We'll put that up on our Instagram page. Yes, we will. I think that sounds good. Imagine if they just bend their nose up above the water. Crazy. So actually, you did mention that they're fast at swimming, and they're actually very. Although they look quite clumsy. 
they're very agile in the water and through waddle, the forest. Waddle, waddle. Yeah, they do, don't they? They tend to waddle, waddle. waddle. But another way that they get rid of um, or get away from their um, predators is uh, by running really fast through dense vegetation. Why are you looking into my eyes like... Okay, I have a random fact what? that nobody needs to know about tapirs. Oh, no. It's going to be something like they eat their own poo like capybara. No, that's that. a cool fact. I like that How fact. How is that a cool fact? It's just it's interesting, you know, it's... each to their own. So right. tapirs have got four toes on the front feet and three toes on their hind feet. Honestly, did not have to know that. You didn't. But, you know, if you're ever in a pub quiz or on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and that question comes up, now you know the answer. Pub quiz? A pub quiz, yeah. A pub quiz. A pub quiz. Don't worry, darling. When you're older, you'll uh, know what I'm talking about. Tapirs are mostly solitary. Uh, They come together during breeding season and to have babies. And then the mummy has the babies. Babies! That was loud. <laughs> what are baby tapirs called? Do you know? Oh, this is surprising to me. I don't know why, but they're called calves, which is the calves. same as a baby cow, right? Yeah, correct. Aye. That is interesting. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so also... Uh, can we do a sound yet? Okay, we can do a sound. <laughs> Lavisa has found so, what tapirs sound like, and we but, would like to play it for you. But first... We yeah. are going to do the, our impressions, so we're gonna do but, like. So, are we one, since when? So we're gonna do like one, two, and three, and you're gonna have to guess which one's the real tapia, and then. I did have not time, sign up to this. You'll have time to guess, and then we'll play it again for you. Okay. 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 singing on this podcast no, and now trying so, to impersonate a tapir. So, the first one was me. The Surprisingly. Second one, the second one was the tapir. The third one was not was a tapir. You. Okay. Okay, now Let's we'll play. play it again. That's a very interesting sound. And I guess, I suppose in, um, well, they would need to communicate in the wild, but also in zoos, you mostly see them with other tapirs, don't you? And I know that they don't have complex relationships, so they don't necessarily get too attached to each other. But I did find out what a group of tapirs is called. Oh, no. And I bet you will not guess in a million years what a group of tapirs are okay, called. Okay, can I do a guess? Go on. A pack. No. Okay, not that our listeners <sighs> can hear, but there's it's on the table. The table that we're sat at, there is one on the table, and that is what a group of tapirs is called. A candle. A candle. Oh! <laughs> correct. I was going to say cup. No, can you believe that? A candle. I wonder where that originates from. Is it spelt like a light up the candle? It is spelt how you would spell Oh, a I candle. know why. Well, why? I think I know why. Why? Let's hear this. <laughs> because they light it up our day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that tapirs, was a dad joke. Sorry, it was. You've been spending too much time around your dad. No, it's my I think, fault. I think that is. I think tapirs would be pleased to hear that they light up your life. Hello, tapirs. Just know that I said a horrible 
dad joke about you being actually kind of lovely. <laughs> okay. I just shouted across the room. We digress. <laughs> what do tapirs eat then? Do you know that? Herbs. Herbs. <laughs> they eat plants and Herbs. seeds and shoots and twigs. Did you know that they can eat up oh. to 34 kilograms of food every single day? No, I did not. <laughs> that is a lot. But also, like capybaras, they eat shoots. So what if they meet up and be like, oh, do you want to eat some Should shoots with me? share some food? That's it, they could do. And then the capybara is like, meh. <laughs> I know, imagine that. They just keep a straight face. So do you know what nickname... I don't know who calls them this, but do you know what Tapir's nicknames are? Snows. <laughs> no, and it's not something like Dave either. Dave. They are known as the Gardeners of the Forest. Tell me why you think they're named Gardeners of the Forest. Because they eat gardens. Because they eat gardens. No, it's because they actually plant seeds with their poo. Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bears do that too. That's it. Lots of animals do. And they're actually, they're really important bears, seed dispersers. Bears, they eat like that kind of stuff. Like yeah. berries as well. They poop it out and it's still exactly. whole. Yeah, as they're walking around the forest and they just, you know, do a little poo here. Plop do a little out. poo there. Yeah. That's lovely. <laughs> that's a lovely thought. But, but capybaras eat their poo. You said that's interesting. That is true. But this is more interesting because tapirs are a key component for the maintenance of the structure and the What's composition. What's a key component in the okay, competition? Good, good, good question. Basically, <laughs> these rainforests would look very different if it wasn't for tapirs. Wow, tapirs are they are work. the seed dispersers. Oh, I'm guessing that means... They are called candles because they light up your day. And they light up the world like the rainforest <laughs> with all their poo. So we have a very interesting so we have an interesting fact. Lavisa. Yes. Tell our listeners what a fleeman response is. It is a thing where they it looks so weird, but they like lift their lips, like yeah, they curl their lips back. They don't curl they? their lips back and raise their nose, like yeah. Like, As if again, <laughs> our listeners can't see what you're doing. Well, I saw what you did, and it was horrible. That is true. You were like, Ugh. so lots of other animals do this. They curl their lips back and raise their snout, like a horsey. Yeah, horses, <laughs> giraffes, and domestic cats. <coughs> Domestic cats do yeah, it. Yeah, many other animals do it. I saw any big, weird-looking animals did it. No. What mm. they, why are they doing it? Do you know why? To it's, detect scents. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of... They Anything use else? an extra-powerful sense, and it's kind of somewhere between mm. taste and smell. And this action, it opens up a pair of ducks in their mouth. Mm. And, yeah... Ducks? So, ducts. Oh, I thought you said duckies. No, they do not have ducks <laughs> in their mouths. But this sends material into it. I'm going to have to try and pronounce this now, aren't I? Up the... Uh, the... 
I can't do it. Go on. What is it? <laughs> Vomeral nasal. Oh my gosh, that was actually it. <laughs> the, she can the, never say it. Say the Vomeral nasal. Vomeral nail. It's also nasal. called the VNO. So we'll go with the VNO. Why don't you just say that at first? Well, because you know we're educating people here. People are not. They're going Vom- to know. Vomeral. V-O-M-O-R-A-N-A-S-A-L Nasal Yes And I think in snakes and things It's called the Jacob's organ Jacob's organ, yes So you're kind of tasting and smelling I want to do a snakey It's very very awesome You want to do a snake? No Okay, that could be interesting After the other episode that we've Okay We can't tell you Can we? Please well, we potentially can do. Okay, we'll do it at the end. We'll say okay. loads of things at the end about our next podcast and stuff. So, we've touched on um, kind of what eat tapirs, what their natural predators are. Tigers and jaguars. Yeah, uh, we spoke about how they run through dense vegetation. Um, and did you know that actually Indeed. their skin is very, very thick and they've got a nasty bite on them? Really? So they don't look nasty. They do. They are. So basically, don't fight a tapir. That's what we're saying here. Okay? So if you're ever out in the rainforest... I want to eat a tapir now. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. My gosh. Actually, it's funny you should say that. That's a good segue into our next bit of information. They're endangered by humans. They're endangered, yeah. So Probably the because of the rainforest disappearance. And Not what is the disappearance? disappearance? Oh, um, people cutting down trees and stuff. So, people, if you're listening and you're cutting down trees, stop. Yeah. Honestly, stop. So, habitat loss is one of the primary... That's it. It's the primary reasons why they are endangered. Why every animal is endangered. Deforestation. I mean, it's a recurring theme, isn't it? Throughout all of these podcasts that we're going to do, this is going to be the the recurring theme. The amount of tapirs that actually go because of tigers and other big cats... is really small. Seven percent. Lavisa, you can't just make up. <laughs> I was you guessing. Can't just make up. Facts. I said like seven percent. I never said actually seven percent. Okay. Did I? I think people are going to take now? what we say as gospel. What's anyway? Gospel? Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> a lot of these tapirs, as we said, there are four different kinds, and. Uh, the lowland tapir, there's not enough research information to even give an estimate of the population. Oh, um, gosh. Mountain. What this about... Is, and this was... This information was from 2008, so... 2008? That, that was years from, ago. Yeah, 2014. So the numbers are probably a lot lower that now. That was almost 10 years ago. Malayan tapirs, there's only between 1,500 and 2,000 left in the wild. 1,500? It's not a lot at all. Mountain no. tapirs, there's only around 2,500. 2,500. Did you yeah. say Malaysian already? Yep. So they're all endangered. The lowland are actually vulnerable, um, but there's not enough information. We just know that the populations are it's declining. Low. Yeah, and um, the beds one, a lot of them are dying in... Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, deaths recorded through collision with cars in Belize. Um, cars oh yeah gosh. getting hit by cars yeah same as in malaysia as well um also the mountain tapir uh their primary threat is warfare and actually what? habitat loss due to poppy farming yeah 
and the greatest. My middle Poppy. I know it's all your fault. It's not my fault. You're the one who named me Poppy. This is true, but basically, where the mountain tapirs are in and around the Andes, there's a lot of population growth there, which means there's uh, an increase in ranching and agriculture. What agriculture? Uh, like farming. Oh, farming. Yeah, ranching and farming. Um, so that's the biggest threat to mountain tapirs. I thought mountain lions. Um, and large, large-scale large deforestation, which is the same for any... Okay, so we're basically saying animal that living in a tapirs forest. are endangered. Yeah, tapirs are endangered. Long story short, tapirs are endangered. Exactly. And I said one, this earlier. One issue with tapirs is that they don't reproduce rapidly, like some mammals. So a pregnancy is takes 13 to 14 months they only tend to have one baby per pregnancy um and the baby stays like frogs sorry i shouldn't say the babies the calves yeah the calves stay with their mum for 12 to 18 months so it's really hard for them to recover their numbers are declining quicker than they're reproducing so why is it so important especially to save, save tapirs have you ever heard of umbrella species? Sort of, I think so. Yeah? I've heard of umbrella species, but I don't know what they are. Okay, so an umbrella species, like a tapir... Are you going to say tapirs is, are umbrella species? They are. So basically, it's a species that require such large areas of habitat that their protection might automatically protect other species. So in the rainforests, tapirs are spread far and wide across rainforests. So if we choose to look after tapirs and help look after tapirs and their environment, we're also helping all the monkeys, all the lizards, all the other smaller mammals, capybaras, that live in the same range. So basically, tapirs are extremely important to rainforests in general. And if we'll see a great change in rainforests, if tapirs alone were to to become extinct. And did you know that tapirs have been around for looking at records between 33 and 56 million years? That's how long. They've they've lived through many mass extinctions. They're what is known as a, a living fossil. Um, and they're a key component to rainforests and the habitat where they live. So it's really important that we help look after them. And how can we help? So, how can anyone help? How can anyone help? Kids, yeah, adults, anybody. Anybody. So, they can help by supporting the Tapia Specialist Group. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so the Tapia Specialist Group, and there's many other groups like them, where they're out there doing research and helping to conserve uh, tapirs. That's a really good one. Also, this is basically for any animal. You could also pick up rubbish and throw it in the bin just to help out. Yeah, that's a good idea, recycling. You can also, if your mum or dad allows you, or if you want to, you can get seeds for trees, plants, stuff, and plant them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like you say, that's good for any animal, isn't it? I like that. We'll probably do an episode on... Plastic pollution. Plastic pollution. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, because that's a big (laughs) issue. 
but yeah basically helping out any organizations mm-hmm. to help about with. any animal actually yeah just go and save all the animals don't worry about just tapirs just help out your favorite animal Donate money. They all need help. Are you being sarcastic or not? No, I mean it. <laughs> all the animals you, on this planet need why help. Do you, why do you sound so ca- sarcastic when you say that? Maybe it's just my natural sound. Yeah, probably. Have you got any other cool facts about tapirs? Don't know, do you? <sighs> not really. Oh, I tell you what we didn't talk about. What? They're babies. <gasps> babies! I know you so told me about their babies. They have, like... Not exactly a watermelon pattern, but it's called... Yeah, it's like called the watermelon pattern because it's like spots and stripes. And they're brown. They're really dark brown with white. Dark brown with white stripes. And why do they look like that? You can research yourself as well. Yeah, we'll put up some pictures on our Instagram page. Yeah, also we're going to do a video of the sound. Okay, we can do that, absolutely. Thanks for letting me know. I choose everything around. So why are baby tapirs? Why do they have a different pattern, different coloration to their parents? Uh, do you know? <laughs> no? Camouflage. Camouflage! Camouflage. Yes. They have great camouflage. That's right, but, because it's meant to represent what it looks like when the sun, when they're on the an understory of the rainforest and the, the mottled sun's sun gleaming comes in down. And you just see mottled bits of just, sunlight it looks, you just that's what they see look like. like bright parts of green and then dark green everywhere else that's it sort of so anyway i think i'm all out of facts let's uh, we'll put some information on our instagram page of ways you can help the tapir oh also a bit like a hippo yeah um birds sit on top of them they do. We like we like discussing animals that are used as furniture, don't we? Yeah. So That's far. <laughs> okay, I think I'm all out of facts now. Yeah, I'm all out of facts too. We're going to have to let our listeners tell us if there's any facts that we've missed out on. Yes, also keep on saying your favourite animal. And yeah, let us know your favourite animal. Oh yeah, and I said we were going to say our next episode. Okay, it's what's our next episode? Panda. Pandas. Giant pandas, to be exact. Giant pandas, to be exact. Brilliant. Well, also, thanks for tuning in. We might in. talk about some other bears because they're like. No, we'll do we'll do separate episodes on separate of, bears. No, but we'll do we'll talk about all kinds of bears. True, sort of. So, also, big thank you to Jamie B on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, um, for requesting. A panda for next week. Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode. Yes, I'm excited. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to episode two and listen out for episode three, guys. Yeah.